Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangout. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother, Pedro. Good morning, everybody. I'm Pedro Ross, Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D print projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Sometimes we do mailing, like this week. Hello, everybody. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us while we're doing the show live, you can drop us some comments, some questions, and the random banter stuff. So good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us. You can join us by hitting up uh, the Discord link. It's adafru.it slash Discord. We also have one up here at the top, a little purple banner. It says discord.gg slash Adafruit. We are hanging out in all of the live streaming chat rooms. We're on Twitch, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. Yeah, thanks for joining us wherever you might be tuning in from. So we're going to kick off the show with uh, some housekeeping stuff. So let's jump into it. First up, uh, check out adafruit.com slash free for all the details. If you spend more money with Adafruit, you get more stuff. For the next 100 days, uh, Adafruit's giving out free masks to go without orders. This is working out really well, especially with the release of the Pico. Lots and lots of folks are getting masks, so that's great. More masks. It's what we can do, so we're doing it. Um, there's some tiers here. For a dollar more, you get that free black mask. Uh, for orders that are 99 or more, you get the black mask plus from a proto half-size breadboard. For orders that are 149 or more, you get the Perma Proto Black Mask and what is that? A randomly selected uh, Stemma QT board, which is awesome. For orders that are 200 or more, you get the, the Stemma, the Perma Proto, the Black Mask, and you uh, free UPS ground shipping, continental US only. And then for 299 or more, you get the free shipping, you get the Stemma board, you get the Perma Proto, you get the mask, and the Circuit Playground Express. Black Mask is my favorite. It's a little bit bigger than the blue one. Yeah. So yeah, you can, a little bit more comfortable. You can click on it and see it. It's more comfy and looks good. And more stylish. Yeah. Cool. Um, does one size fit all sort of thing? Uh, it's um, slightly smaller. It's a little bit bigger, so mm. Brandy can't wear that one. She likes the bluer one. Brandy wife. And, okay. Yeah. And then we do have some child sized ones as well. Okay, but that's the one you'll get uh, for orders that are a dollar or more. So that's cool. Hundred days of masking. All right. Kicking off with Mondays. Every Monday at 2 p.m. is the is the time to check in with the CircuitPython dev team and folks from the community. Um, it happens on the Discord server in the CircuitPython chat room. You can join in or listen to the archives in any of your podcast services. Uh, it's also on YouTube as an archive. So it happens every Monday at 2 p.m. Um, with the exception of like holidays on Mondays, and it'll happen on a Tuesday. Okay. Newsletters, we got a once a week newsletter that's focused on uh, products that are added to the, sh to the Adafruit store. Go to adafruit.com slash newsletter to, uh, to subscribe to that. You, have, you can also subscribe to daily uh, newsletters by going to adafruitdaily.com and select your category of interest, um, such as maker business, Python on hardware, 3D printing, maker business, and more. So there we go. Yeah, so. We'll check it back with the Discord chat room because I think that's all the stuff for the morning. Yeah, we're giving out shout outs to everybody hanging out in all of the chat rooms. We got Daniello, we got Moira, Hello. we have uh, Jamal, Hello. Charles Beneford, uh, hey. Mr. Certainly Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Uh, got uh, Hoo Ha 007, Susan, that's a cool name. Ray, uh, Gary Z, Jem Henderson. Everybody hanging out in the chats. Sweet. All right. 
All right, let's go ahead and jump into this Valentine's themed project. Yay, so let's let's cut with a little bit of a backstory. So about a year ago, we thought we'd CNC melt a little custom heart PCB and put some uh, NeoPixel LEDs so that we can kind of get, get some practice in for surface mount soldering. So we figured we'd do that. This is what the board looks like. It's been a year uh, in a drawer, so it's starting to oxidize a little bit. But here it is. It's got three little pins here. These are six NeoPixel LEDs. They're 50-50 package sized. It's just a single FR1 board. And you got your three pins here. But look what we have as the microcontroller. This is the Trinket M0 running CircuitPython. Um, we'll, we'll plug it in if we want. But uh, if we were to put this here in the center, look how much, look how kind of big that is, right? So what is a board that's smaller than a Trinket rather cuter than a trinket. It's the cutie pie, of course. So we, we pulled this design out and we rerouted it to fit a cutie pie. So the cutie pie has these castellated pads that make it a lot easier to surface mount than this guy here, the trinket. Trinket's still great, but the cutie pie really works well for the style of project. Um, so here it is. Uh, no solder mask, just kind of straight up uh, raw FR1. So that's what we came up with today. We've got a video on YouTube that kind of walks through the process of milling it and uh, a little bit look at the CAD and stuff. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and plug it in. Of course, it's got the USB-C connector. It is running CircuitPython using the LED animation library. And if you want to get the LED animation library on your cutie pie, then you'll need a spy flash chip, which is on the back there. So I cut out this little hole here uh, for, the, for the spy flash chip to, to, to pop out of. So we can plug this in. USB-C is nice because it's reversible. And um, you got to turn the battery on to make it power. So there we go. Again, running the LED animation library. This is the pulse animation. Very, very, um, what would you say, appropriate for this? Yeah, it's like it's got this hard. cool glowing effect. You can see the traces come through when you do this. But uh, it's a bit of like a kind of like a, you know, a Valentine's card, I suppose. It's not battery powered. It's not like a badge or anything. Kind of like a badge, I suppose, but that's what it is. I got some good practice out of it. I made three of them. Um, first time surface mounting, first surface mount soldering. So I came out with three different ones. Um, boy, this one's like starting to oxidize already, which is kind of fun. Let's see how good the camera can get. So yeah, this one's starting to oxidize. This is where you want to. You can see here I didn't like flood the holes in this one because I was like still figuring out what I should do, but it still worked out. Um, yeah, so you could do it this way or this way. Um, I was going to add capacitors, but uh, lady said, nah, you don't need them. It's fine because there's only six of them, I guess. It seems to be working fine, but if you're going to do a project with more than like maybe 10 NeoPixels, I think the data sheet says, yeah, you need, you need, uh, you need those caps, capacitor. So there you go. That's just a quick demo of it. Um, it was a lot of fun to put it together. So let's go ahead and jump into like Eagle CAD because that's where I designed it. Um, yeah. So I'm going to jump into Eagle and take a look at the, uh, at the thing. So here we are in Eagle. So this is uh, Eagle. It's version 9.3. Uh, there's newer versions, but this works out. Uh, let me take a look real quick at the manufacturing tab. So you can send this off to Oshpark. Um, to, to get it with a nice solder mask and some silkscreen. I really like this. The silkscreen shows you, uh, you know, 
uh, for the NeoPixel, for example, like it has like this little corner marker, so you can uh, get an idea of where the ground pin is, so you can orient it much better. When I was actually soldering it, I had to reference a screenshot of this <laughs> just so I could see like what's the orientation of the thing. So um, having it uh, made from a service like Oshpark is probably really nice. Um, much nicer than milling, <laughs> but it's quicker, obviously, to mill. Uh, so I got this footprint of the of the cutie pie. So we can take a look at that. Um, it's centered based, so I can open the footprint and take a look at some of the pads and stuff. Um, here it is. Uh, I figured I'd do an outline here just to kind of show, uh, you know, I'm put, putting this out. This yellow outline is on the silk screen layer so that it shows up and you can align the board properly and stuff. I named some of the pads, which is nice um, because this thing's like centered around this origin here, some of the values for the pads are, are kind of like negative values. Um, so that's the place, the position of it. Um, and you can you know, modify the size of them if you want them bigger or smaller. Um, they're a little bit set wider so that uh, you get a little bit more room to, to add solder to. Um, so yeah, and I figured I'd add this little square here to denote the, um, the USB port. But yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Um, I did kind of misspeak in the YouTube video. So the, the width traces here are actually 0.6 millimeters, not inches. Sorry about that. But yeah, 0.6 millimeters is what I have these, these guys set to. And um, right, so talking about the, uh, the Bantam Tool software, Bantam Tools is really nice software. And what I really like about this is like how kind of easy it is to just add your file. Uh, so when you open it up, you can select what kind of material you have. You can create your own profile. Uh, this is just a single-sided FR1, and then you can pick the standard size or a custom size if you have. Um, but they're pre-cut for you, so that's nice. And when you add a, uh, an Eagle board file, it just kind of shows up. So here we go. So what's kind of interesting about this is the kind of speed of which you can iterate. So if I were to use a different tool, you can right away see like what it's going to look like. Are your traces good? So if I were to use a 1 16th inch uh, tool, you can see here that there's just not enough clearance here, right? Um, but going to the 132 inch, you can really fine tune it and say, okay, that's what I want. But what's cool is like, let's say I wanted to like update the design, right? So if I go to the move tool and I just like move one of these traces, um, let's say I want this smaller and I hit save, right? Control S and then bounce back over to Bantam tools. All I have to do now is just hit the refresh button, hit the refresh button, and now you can see, yeah, that'll still work. Nothing's colliding, no collisions detected, but it's really that quick to like jump back and forth and to like know that your mill is going to be good, that your traces are, 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 are they have enough clearance and stuff. So <laughs> that's, that's the kind of demo I like. Also, I like to kind of move the placement of the thing. So let's say, let's push that over. I don't like to have it on the edge because a lot of the time I won't be perfectly lined up on the corner edge there. So that gives me a little bit of extra uh, room to work with. You can also like change the rotation of the board, which is which is kind of neat. So you just, I wish you could drag it around. Maybe you can in like the newer uh, software the Bantam Tools has, but not in this one. You can add multiple board files in one thing. You just have to place it manually, like like add different values here for your X and Y. So if, like for this, I'll put 52. That moves it over there, and then the Y can move it up there like that. Um, so I was able to fit four of them on uh, one single sheet of FR1. Yeah, and now I probably want to undo that. <laughs> Why are these things here? These things here are to kind of 
break up the ground and power rails so that they don't short anything out because underneath the PewDiePie, there's a uh, five volts in a ground pin pad rather. And uh, this was just kind of there to kind of try to break that up. So that's why I did that there. But yeah, it's just a quick look at like the traces, um, the footprint and um, why I like, you know, the, the Bantam tool software and the CNC machine. This is what you're paying for. It's a lot of money because the software is like so damn good when it comes to uh, at, least, at least Eagle CAD files and also SVG files. Like this could have very much easily have been an SVG file, um, which I think you can, you know, make in all sorts of different apps. Um, but yeah, so if folks want to, you know, get this made, like play around with it. The backside has enough like room for um, messages. So if you want to like add some more graphics and things, totally do so. I played around a little bit with the, the stop solder mask so I could like reveal this cool copper outline mm -hmm. for the heart. And you know, it has like the, the Adafruit logo and the QtPie logo and just a little bit of some fake traces. But there's plenty of room here to like adorn it with some messages and stuff, so that's cool. Uh, so I did, um, you know, have, have them made in, in Osh Park and uh, it'll be fun to play around with. But yeah, that's, that's what I got here. Um, yeah, we'll show those together. off when they come in. Yeah, definitely, we'll show them off when they come in. Um, so I have some reading material if folks want to dive deeper. Uh, check out this blog post uh, from Bantam Tools, Design Considerations, so just some things to look out for. Go ahead um, and paste that into the messages or into the chats. Okay. Give me a sec here. And if you want to uh, read a little bit more and watch some videos on that, you have a couple of layer by layers that I'll link below as well. Okay. Where you go over a bunch of this stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, handy, but it, well, we can pull them out out of the playlist, maybe. Okay. That's, uh, that's what I got. So yeah, the design considerations is some good reading material if you want to design for milling. Mm, yeah, cool. Yeah, all the things here. And there's some more uh, things here. If you want to do double-sided boards, troubleshooting, surface mount package compatibility, that's a good one too. Um, yeah, so lots of, lots of milling material. And uh, I'll have the Eagle file available um, once the learn guide goes up. I'm in the process of working on it. So here you can see the things that you need. Uh, so Adafruit, of course, you can get the Cutie Pie now. It's in stock, $6. It's no limitations or anything on it. Really, really fun board uh, for small, cute projects. Right. Ah. Um, what else, what else? The Spy Flash chip is, is something that I recommend. It's right here. We don't have those in stock right now. <laughs> I ran out of them. I used them all up. But this was great to, to practice as well, my surface mount soldering skills, like getting that on the back there, which worked out nice. Uh, and then these 50-50 NeoPixels, they come in a little tape reel, a pack of 10. Um, I recommend getting more than 10. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these are, these, are, these are great little uh, LEDs, NeoPixels, right? Um, here's a data sheet for it. So that's what I use too. So you can take a look at the data sheet and um, use that. Um, you could probably find the MicroBuilder library on GitHub from Adafruit, just search for it. But this is what I used uh, to, to verify like the pins and stuff. So there you go. Yeah. And what's cool about this project is that it can also turn into an ornament for later in the year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it could totally 
Yeah, it's just a fun, like, uh, it'd be fun to see folks do it in different mediums. So, like, a paper circuit or a 3D printed circuit would be really nice. Because mm -hmm. um, it doesn't have to be milled. It's just, like, traces and, and footprints. Yeah, so this is uh, building on top of one of the projects we did last year for Valentine's, yes. which was utilizing the black LED acrylic, which hides a little matrix that we made from a couple of LED um, or NeoPixel strips. So there is a, it's a BLE Teensy in here, I believe. Is that what it was? No, it's called Itsy Bitsy. Itsy Bitsy. Uh, no Teensies. Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah, black LED acrylic, as Peter said. These are smaller 35, 35 style LEDs. Um, they're the mini skinny style NeoPixel LEDs. But yeah, look at that. That black LED acrylic is awesome. So yeah, so last year this one out and this one. <laughs> like that's, that's the project we ended up doing because it has... This one was actually a little bit more things. easier to build for, for sure. whatever reasons. I don't remember what timing I of mean, it. I don't... So here I, you can see how the uh, matrix is actually built up. We're actually just stacking all of the strips on top to build out the little heart shape. So I don't know if I want to take this out. You can see uh, in, in the video, out. you can go ahead and see... Look at all the uh, wiring. And all the wiring. that's easier. <laughs> see. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. I just had to. It's, like, it's <laughs> so much easier. No, I mean, it depends on what you think is easy. Yeah. But yeah, this is great. You use uh, tape to keep them all adhered together. Mm -hmm. You can't see the tape because it's clear. Yeah. It's clear tape, just kind of your standard clear yeah, tape. I think the hardest part about it was just figuring out which the way mapping? the mapping yeah. of the uh, wires on there. Our learn guide has a real nice diagram. I just remembered hours of, of drawing it. And mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, that'll, that's very useful. Black LED acrylic, it was really new to us at the time. Mm -hmm. So that was really what, what made the project. Like? What does that look like with that on there? I don't know, let Not tried. I have not tried. Probably the same. Ooh. Mm -hmm. It's like two hearts beating. Yeah. Depends on where, you know, how close it is too. Yeah. So if you had it really, really close up, you can see, uh, can see the it almost looks like little chevrons mm -hmm. chevrons it's kind of fun but so, yeah this is great material we stock it in different sizes now and yeah so there is no excuse to have a electronics themed valentine's this year got a couple of different options for you guys uh from i don't know like in terms of difficulty from easy to i guess hard yeah, I mean, I needed to learn some surface mount stuff, and this is a great way to kind of start practicing. So really nice uh, to do it with the, uh, the cutie pie because of the castellated pads. <laughs> Bruce is saying that the Tin Man would uh, totally appreciate oh, this project. Oh, this totally, yeah, it's, yeah. It would even match some of the rusting that is going on. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So cool. I hope you guys like it and get inspired. Um, if you haven't tried surface mount or even designing PCBs, give it a shot. Yeah, it doesn't fun. matter what software you use. Just because I'm using Eagle doesn't mean you should. Um, there's lots of resources out there for KiteCAD and EagleCAD. Regarding and the use the of Eagle, uh, Vince is asking if anybody has found using the EagleCAD clones useful. He's had to relearn Eagle every time he designs something. I'm guessing he's talking about KiteCAD. Hmm. So anybody has any tips on using KiteCAD? Yeah, there's resources. Um, I'm sure there's some YouTube videos. I think that's how I learned Eagle a couple years ago. Um, I used Jeremy Blum's tutorials. Yeah. Jeremy Blum, if you folks remember, he did the MakerBot Replicator 1 PCB and a couple other things. He's at Shape Origin, Origin Story. So yeah, these are these are this week's projects. We are working on the Learn Guide. We'll, we'll try to get it out with uh, this week. 
Yeah, I did place the link, uh, the permalink that will eventually be yeah, that's uh, good. live yeah, later. Yeah, because folks, so. if they find that in the past, guess what? It'll be in there in the future. Yep. So cool. All right. All so right, that man. is what's up this yeah, week. Uh, just a little look at Eagle, a little look at the Bantam Tool software, and uh, some oxidation here. All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at what we're prototyping. What are you prototyping? Well, uh, since I already got this here, can I show this off real quick? Yeah. So this is a five-way navigation switch. And like we want to use it in this new Pico project. And it, it's kind of hard to work with. So I, I milled this little PCB for it. So it, it lets you, it's a through-hole five-way switch, right? This is a little nub. Let me take that out. And the little five-way switch goes up, down, left, right, and then center to select. So that's cool. So you got six pins at the bottom here. Is this six? Yeah, there's yeah, there's six. Six legs. Um, and then these two mounting holes are M3 size mounting holes. And I, of course, I use the 132 inch flatten mill. And uh, this will help me mount this uh, panel mount it rather uh, to the case that we're working on. Uh, so the idea is to make a, uh, a MIDI fire MIDI fighter style MIDI controller. Um, use, this will allow us to select um, the buttons and then change the MIDI notes on the buttons. So I needed to make this. So if you ever need uh, a five-way switch that's small and compact and through hole, this is a really good one. Uh, we stock it in the shop, which I can take a look at. It's over yonder. So this fits on a breadboard, 0.1 inch spacing. I'm sure that's right. <laughs> so you can see here, it's about two bucks. We don't have any because I bought them all, sorry. Let's <laughs> be honest. Emmett Ray is asking, what is this board doing? So this allows you to easily mount uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't even mention that. <laughs> what is this for? It's for a, a, MIDI, a MIDI fighter project. Yeah. But uh, yeah, bring it up closer so you can see it. So yeah, if you ever need a, uh, a so sort of a joystick style, that's small, this is what you would use. Again, five way, so left, right, up, down, and then center, you're not on frame. Do that again. And, uh, yeah. Left, right, up, down. Yeah, I did that, I thought. Maybe I rushed through it too quick. And then this is a little extra silicone um, nub that we sell as well. Oh, what happened there? My finger. And uh, it just fits over, but you could 3D print one as mm -hmm. well. I kind of like it. So one of the other things we're gonna do is have this being a mode selector yes. for this little Pico. Uh, enclosure. We showed oh, this okay. off That'd last cool. week. It's just a simple little uh, way to cycle through some of the animations and I want to have uh, another port on the back here. So I actually want to use this as like a NeoPixel strip tester. So when we get new strips in, I don't have to wire up an entire board just to look at how the, uh, the fusion and the lighting is going on in the new strips. Okay. So what we got inside here, I think I showed this off last week. It's uh, one of these little grids that allow you to have like this little, um, like these square shapes show up through there. We just have two NeoPixel sticks inside and we have one of the um, uh, Raspberry Pi Picos on the inside there. And again, still super impressed with how small the printers are able to do the little standoffs that go in there, They're like an M2 size. Yeah, they snap in, no uh, no screws. You could yeah. use screws. They would be M2. Yeah, so uh, there's a battery inside here and a slide switch. You can easily turn that on and off. You have a nice little portable way to operate your little Pico. And as I said before, we're going to use this as a new Pixel Strip tester. Uh, one of the 
reasons why is uh, we get so many NeoPixel strips in. One of the new ones that Lamar was testing out, if you watch Desk of Lady Ada, or was that uh, Secret Products from last week, is a NeoPixel that is like, uh, it's on each side, so it's dual side. Right, that's the dual side one. This is uh, available in the shop now. It's a high dense 300 for a meter. This is half of a meter. You just need a USB cable. Yeah. Yeah, use this one. Oh. I'll disconnect this. Just to show off this mm -hmm. super dense new pixel strip. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like over the camera. Because it normally looks more Ooh. diffused. Yeah, it looks like neon. There you go. When it when the pulse goes down, you can see yeah, the can individual see pixels. There you the go. Individual one. Let's see if we can do some color. So this was there like 160 pixels, 165 pixels per, per a half meter strip. Super cool. And again, we're just using a Pico here to test that out. Connected to uh, one of these JST connectors that a bunch of new pixel mm -hmm. strips come yeah, with. Yeah, they're kind of like JST. Yeah, the different. fatter ones. So yeah. easily pop these in and out. I should have brought another strip just to look at how pretty they yep. are. It's running CircuitPython, by the way. Uh, yeah. It's really easy to get CircuitPython on there. And uh, the code just works out of the box. I got uh, the LED animation code. Plenty of flash to, to store the library. Um, what I really like about this is the... It's those 300 pixels able to push so that's funny. CircuitPython was so easy to get on there. You don't even need the oh bootloader select the button. That's the one that I broke so the button. You literally just plug it in, drag and drop a one megabyte uh, firmware on there, and boom, you now have CircuitPython. Yeah, so... Don't even need that bootloader yeah, button. Yeah, go to uh, circuitpython.org, <laughs> okay? Click on downloads, okay? Pico, P-I-C-O. There's, there's plenty of Picos, but this is the one. You have a beta, you can download it. Boop, there you go. Sweet. <laughs> That's great. Um, Again, really, you didn't need the reset. Dollars. Well, it's not a, re it's not, it's not really a reset Boot button. Select. Boot select button. I'm just going for with uh, what the instructions say. To uh, hold it down while you plug it in. Right. It just works without doing any of that. Cool. So it ships with a bootloader, right? The UF2 bootloader. You plug it in. Does it show up as a USB drive? Yeah, it does. So you just literally drop the UF2, and mm -hmm. there you go. You're ready to go. <laughs> That's great. Well, there you go. I hope you guys, you guys. Try out CircuitPython for your Pico. It, it really is a, a great experience. And it's only Lots four dollars. Lots of work went into it, and it's only four bucks. So, oh. oh yeah, we got comments. I think it was last week on why I had soldered the uh, Lipo JST onto the what is it the the, the v, v bus? V bus. It's what it says in the in the guide for okay. from Pico themselves. So right. go ahead and read that through on powering portable po projects. <laughs> they might have changed it. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Some uh, stuff. Some stuff got recalled. Woo. Um, it didn't work the other way. <laughs> when I put it to the, what's the other one? <laughs> the fine. V system. It didn't work when I put it on there. So right. there you go. There you go. OK, cool. Well, it's working. Thank, thanks, CircuitPython team. Um, sweet. There's the Pico stuff. Um, oh, man, I didn't open Fusion. I wanted to show off the, the model, but I'll show you guys next week. Of oh, yeah. the Models are a little... Oh, okay. Let me fire. Yeah. I thought you meant the Pico board itself. Those have been available for... Yeah, it's on GrabCAD. If folks want to yeah. model it up, there's probably more now. A little more detailed ones that have, like, all the caps on them. Probably. Let me see. Nope. I'm the only one. <laughs> on the GrabCAD, anyway. There it is on GrabCAD. Folks want to grab that. Uh, also, the, uh, the Raspberry Pi folks uploaded a step file um, of their... 
of their board, so you can grab that too if you want. Um, I think it has the same amount of detail, if not. Yeah, I think it's the same amount of detail. I just have a little, you know, decal on there for the for the chips. But if folks want to download it, you can. A couple folks did. Yay! And uh, there's still the data sheet there for the uh, for the Pi. You can go to Raspberry Pi, and there's a link somewhere. Whatever, you get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so excited about the Pico to get to get on that project. Yeah, I really like all the GPIO that are available, so you can have all those buttons on there. Make a nice little parametric MIDI fighter. Yeah. All right, let's go and talk about the elephant in the room, or the wings in the room. That's okay. another Yay. prototype wings, wings. project. So, huge shout out to Erin St. Blaine. Of course, she spearheaded this project. She also wrote the code for it, so wow, it's... Sorry, the, the thing's really slow. Um, so I'm going to put these on, and we'll take a look at the code. So I really like that you can, I can put them on now without too much hassle. It's just kind of like putting on a backpack, right? So I got these straps that are elastic. You might actually have them. If you got Adabox, whichever one, you get like a whole of this stuff. What was it for? Was it the monster mask? I think so. I think it was the monster mask, so that, that's what I got. Um, well, my wings are a little bit messed up. Um, so I have this on-off switch. Are they working? Yep, <laughs> I can't see them. Um, so yeah, this is uh, some new servo code from Erin St. Blade. She put it together. And it's really kind of nice. It has uh, some random pauses and random flick, uh, flutters. So it really makes it more organic than just kind of how I had it just on off, on off. Uh, and they're much more smoother. So the angles and things, or the movement rather, is much more like soft and not bad. So, oh man, the video is like out of sync, so I can't like focus. <laughs> uh, that's the effect that these oh, wings have. <laughs> Just don't look at the video. <laughs> but these are great, so I'm going to take them off now, and uh, we'll take a look at them. Yeah, they're awesome job, Aaron. This, this, is, this is so nice. Um, so I'm going to take them off now. This is how I take it off. Hopefully it doesn't get stuck. But you can see how it randomly pauses, um, and the length of the pause is random as well. So let's take a look over the overhead if we can fit it. Um, let's see, what updates have I done? I guess this right here is, is a little three-piece case that I put together for this rocker switch. We could use a momentary button as well, but I figured I'd do that. So the uh, <laughs> it's just a nice-looking like kind of thing for your hand. I put a little notch there for your thumb. Um, it pops open like that. You got your nice chunky contacts there. And then uh, this guy here at the bottom has a square outline for the JSD connector. And then you can screw that out or unscrew that. And there you go. Just a nice little case that snap fits together right there. And then the little twisty here at the bottom. Um, but yeah, that you can put a button here to, as well. This is a snap fit um, panel mount. So you can turn that on or off. And I guess just another shout out to the uh, the bed of the printer. This is a powder coated PEI. PEI. PEI bed. So you get this really nice texture. Texture. Um, I've updated the servo mounts so that they're stronger and uh, they're a little bit more modular. So you can see here there's these cap nuts here on the servo arm that attaches the wing clip. The wing clip has these two long screws. Um, I didn't even put hex nuts on them because they just worked out really well. Lots of M3 screws. Um, yeah, shout out to Odd J. 
uh, Jerome for uh, sharing his Dragon Wing Dragon Bot project a couple years ago. That's where I got inspired to do this mechanism here for the sofa arm and the little ball bearing here that counterweights it. Um, yeah, and then uh, this is printed pretty thin so that it has a little bit of flexibility to it and it can be printed or laser cutted um, and it fits on the bigger printers. Uh, let's see what else. I have updated the circuit. So before I was using a mini boost um, and that was giving me some issues with the power because I have one battery here, right? This is a 3.7 volt battery. Um, the servo kit, or the servo featherwing, it needs, it needs at least five volts. Um, so what I did was I took out the five volt mini boost and swapped it out for this guy here, which is the, uh, the power boost 1000 C. So you can recharge it and, and power both the feather and the servo uh, feather wing in one battery. So that, that, I think that's going to be the way to go. Um, cause I don't want to have another battery pack. I just want to stick with one. And, um, this got updated too. This has the screw holes, but I just taped it down because I, I didn't print the thing out. So I got another parts printing uh, for Aaron, and um, they'll be white. And uh, here you can see the tabs uh, for the uh, for these straps. Any questions? Anybody got comments, questions, ideas, suggestions? What you got? Uh, just some questions of the Pico board, which I don't know. Oh. Uh, I don't think there's any IR remote libraries for that. But they want to make a stream deck that'll definitely work. Does have uh, HID compatibility through Python. Yeah. Guess I could wear them throughout the whole show. <laughs> and then the other thing I think you already mentioned was the different wing design. So we have a couple of those. Right. Different like wing the butter design. butterfly one, uh, some bat wings, and uh, some. Wait, did you say butterfly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Where's my rocker switch? There it is. Okay. There we go. We're still out of sync on the camera. Sorry, folks. But that's the way it is. And Vince uh, likes the hand gripped. What's that? This thing? Mm hmm Little button thing? Cool. Let me try switching. Nah, it's still out of sync. I wonder what it is. Is it Eagle? <laughs> is it the Bantam tools? What is it? Maybe it's Eagle. Maybe it's Safari. I don't know. All right. Well, that's the uh, what we're prototyping segment. Right? Super cool. Okay. Cool projects coming keep, up. I'm just gonna keep these on. That's it. I'll never take them. Ah, on. yes. Dustin says Lucifer wings. Yes, that's what they are. Not angel wings. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's community makes. Yeah, so this week we got a time lapse every week. On Tuesdays, we release a video, time lapse, a design from the community. This week, we're- Everybody's favorite meme. Yeah, Bernie. yeah are you over this yet? <laughs> I don't think everybody is quite okay. yet. Maybe by next week. Yeah, maybe next week. So this is a really cool, uh, like cartoony design. There's been a couple of really good, like highly detailed ones. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I went with this little simple- There he is. Cartoony-like one. So prints uh, with supports, as you saw in the video, and then it's really like a little caddy type print. I used uh, the marble PLA, so it could just be like a little statue, and you can have a little Bernie hanging out with you while you make your coffee or wait for the cold to go away. 
Excellent <laughs> little design here. <laughs> uh, so we found this one on Thingiverse. Um, Fisk for, Thingiverse user Fisk400 uploaded it. Mm -hmm. And what I actually grabbed was a remix of uh, Fisk's. Oh, because it, ha it was flat? Yeah, this one has yeah. like Yeah, so the one that I, supports. if you go down to like remixes, I think. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, there's like 19, uh, 19 remixes. remixes. Okay, so yeah, Bernie's taken off. <laughs> oh my gosh, look, he's in Carbonite, he's uh, a horse, he's, he's a baby Yoda. Child. Um, and a so the one that I grabbed chair. was flat butt. <laughs> yeah, the, flat butt Bernie. The never ending there you go. Here. So I just went with the flat butt Bernie because, you know, uh, with his butt's flat, you can see the uh, overhead. Yeah, overhead. And it just makes it easier to, you know, put on your shoulder, put like a glue on a magnet, sort of just stick on your shoulder <laughs> or have it on your desk while you're working. And you could be like your little spirit animal telling you to hurry up. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you scale it up at all or? I scaled this up to, I believe 150% just to make it a little bit bigger for the time-lapse. You can see a little bit more detail. Um, I think it's like 150 uh, microns oh, on cool. it. So yeah. nice little bit of detail. Uh, even the overhangs like over by his glasses came out pretty dang well. Just a little bit of cleanup that had to happen for the supports. Yeah. And I didn't, didn't add any supports on here. And of course you can just paint this. So it could be a nice little painting project with all of the complex sure. colors that are the on mittens. the mittens. Mm. Cool. People saying they need to print this, yes. What's the uh, filament? Did you mention the marble? It's filament? marble. Marble PLA, is it from uh, like Solutac or everything? Yeah, they're out of uh, out of stock. This is actually why we don't um, list what material mm -hmm. or what company brand PLAs that we're using because I went to go get more and they haven't had any for a year. So I think everyone uh, has some spools left. So just do like a search for marble PLA on Amazon. Got it. Some should show up. Cool. All right. We saw the time lapse. We looked at the thing on Thingiverse. Um, there's a link to the YouTube and the thing in, uh, in the description below. Yeah. So there you go. I really like right. the uploads More. that happen with like all the paintings on there. It's super complex. Mm -hmm. uh, nice little detail that you can add on there. Lots of makes. And, and shout out to all the folks who made their own kind of. Yeah, I really like the, uh, the Lots of different high bodies. detailed ones. Pretty cool too. Yeah. All there right. are these scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like. This is great. Yeah. No Rubik's Cube. They even got like. Chain. The... Oh, gosh. <laughs> great. I guess we're not done with Bernie yet. He's not done with us, are we? Okay. <laughs> well, community makes. Got a couple of them this week. Um, these are things that I find when folks tag us. So, uh, this one's first up from Daryl. He shared this on Prusa printers. Shout out for using Prusa printers. This is great. Uh, like this is the this. Titano uh, weather station that we did with Liz, and oh. uh, the case looks phenomenal in this color. And yeah, this I thought PLA it was black. I like that color. That's dope. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a dark uh, it's, navy. It's, it's so great when things just fit and folks print it out and are happy that, that it'll fit. You know, it's, it's, that's what makes my day. So uh, he says new to 3D printing. This is the third print, and it came out great. Wow. Printed on the Prusa Mini with Overture. Pet G. Oh, wow, Pet G. What? That looks so great for Pet G. Sliced it with the Prusa Slicer. Generic Pet G settings. Took a long day. <laughs> yeah, four ports, <laughs> but it's great. Uh, now time for some sensors and software. Thanks, Adafruit. Well, thank you, Daryl, for sharing it and um, supporting Adafruit. Great. Yeah, there's three different sizes, y'all. So if, if you got your Titano, if you got your, your Pint, 
Is that what it's called? A pent? I got three Pint. of them. <laughs> I love this design so much, so I made three different ones. <laughs> I went kind of crazy on it, and I really like the way it all snap fits and a couple screws, but there you go. Yeah. Very, very fun. Wait, this is before we did the, the weather station. <laughs> it's still kind of the same. Very cool. Next up, we got kind of a, is it a first make? I don't see many makes of this one. This is a lampshade I designed a couple years, I guess last year. Um, looks great. Printed out in like glow in the dark filament. <laughs> it looks great nice. on the wall. Yeah. It, it's, it can be dual extruded and also not dual extruded. You can kind of print the two pieces separately. You print um, the diffuser in a translucent or a light color filament and then the kind of grid can be printed in uh, whatever dark color. So that's cool to see. I figure it'd be kind of a hard print to do, but because of the, the way the angles are coming in for those spokes, they print out without any support. Yeah, they all merge of, at the top. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. So if you want a challenging lampshade that's geometric, uh, this is a cool one. I also have the source file available, folks can download it. Um, this is a, a remix of the dome that I made, the, the ball drop. Mm -hmm. It, it kind of all comes to that. Cool. All right, and then the, another, yeah, shout out to Bandit BBS for sharing that one. And then the next one is this uh, really nice Boo Planter. So we made a Boo Planter a couple years ago. Um, Sammy Tack on Thingiverse uploaded this, this, these lovely photos of it. Look at that succulent hair. It's, it's so nice. Nice little detail. A little paint and job there. The it's teeth nice. there too. Yeah. But it also has a little drip tray, so you know it's actually being used. See the drip, drip tray? Nice. <laughs> Page of nice. <laughs> So if you want a blue planner, check it out. We got that. It's a nice print. And that concludes this week's uh, Community Makes. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your makes with us. I really appreciate it. And now uh, here's a cool uh, tutorial by Prusa on how to get the stone effect using some slice settings. Very cool. I'm going to take a look at that one later. Maybe we'll put it up on the blog. All right. If you can't get it to work, you'll have to wing it it's brilliant andy <laughs> and then arm uh, vp is saying uh, or linking to a really cool video from prusa on how to get a stone effect when printing <laughs> i guess it's like the fuzzy uh yeah it skin. could be could be yeah we'll, we'll we'll take a look at it all right well that's going to conclude the show uh tonight we will be hosting a show and tell so we invite you to come on it starts at 7 30 p.m eastern time It'll run for a whole half hour, um, so check it out. If you, if you want more detail on how to join the Show and Tell, you can check out the Learn Guide, and it'll walk you through step-by-step step on how to join the Show and Tell. So just type in Show. It's right here, Show and Tell. And uh, this walks you through some things on, on uh, getting your gear ready, um, how to work StreamYard, that sort of stuff. So check that out if you really want to come in and you're conscious about it. There's some steps on how to do it, but the easy, the skinny is uh, just go to Discord, <laughs> go to the live uh, broadcast chat room, and we'll have a StreamYard link there. So that's going to do it for this show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, don't forget, tomorrow is uh, Jump Park's workshop. Happens every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Tune in for some awesome uh, segments such as Make Code Minutes, Arcade Game of the Week, and some look back at some of the Tuesday shows. On Friday, it's Deep Dive with Scott every Friday at 2 p.m. And then uh, we started all over again on Sundays with Desk of Lady Ada. 
she's doing up her live streams uh, with DigiKey, doing the great search with DigiKey every Sunday at around 8 to 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And then JP's on Tuesdays. I forgot Mondays. Mondays is CircuitPython. Okay, so Sunday is Lady Ada. Monday is CircuitPython. Tuesday is JP. Wednesday is, is us and show and tell and um, ask engineer. Thursday is John Park. Friday is, is uh, Scott. And if that was too much, the easier thing to do is to, to do what Bruce did in Discord. Just type in question mark show times and there you, there you go. Long-winded. These wings, I need to take them off. Pages typing away, saying hello, hello. Oh, no. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, i got to close the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Until next time, remember to make a great day. Bye, folks. Have a great one. See you later tonight. Wait, wait.